0: Hello and welcome to Someone Should Make This, a show where we do the hard part of coming up with great video game ideas and offer them up to the world.
1: My name is Danish. I'm Jeff. And I'm Matt. And guys, the time has come where I We're getting get out of this. My superpower. No, I'm not talking about the vaccination. Oh. I'm, ge- I'm getting a special shot on Monday.
2: <laughs> Wait, which shot is that, Matt? Which shot is that? Dumbreka?
0: Are you getting the that's,
1: that's That's the one. That's the one I was talking about. Uh, why don't, Danish, since you know a lot about it, why don't you talk about what that is?
0: The Yeah, You have yeah. no idea what uh, you're talking about. It's, a, it's this comedy sketch about uh, this guy
1: getting <laughs> a, a vaccine that doesn't exist. Um, you should have just acted like it was real. Anyway, no, I'm getting vaccinated on Monday. Finally. Yeah. I'm like the last yes. one of our crew. Yeah. That's awesome. Very exciting. Um,
2: Now now we can go back to doing this podcast in person like we've always done.
1: (laughs) Yeah, same room. Exactly. Same (laughs) little closet we all jump into.
2: Yeah, it's a cozy
1: place.
0: Uh, Actually, you know, we've never talked about this on the podcast before, but uh, we had a failed podcast before this that we actually never published. Uh, Do you guys want to talk about this?
1: I want to say right now that my mind immediately went to, which one is Danish talking about? Really? I think I think yeah, the one we actually
2: than... recorded, not the one we just talked about recording. We got yeah, two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got two. Oh, did you record okay, so... the... Okay, I didn't realize that.
0: Oh, you're right. Okay, so the first one we did was a film podcast called The Actually Good Podcast, where every great week... Name. It is a great name, Um, and it had a great logo, too. The idea is uh, someone on the podcast or a guest brings forth... A movie that they love that nobody else does, and they defend that movie, and we all watch it and discuss whether it's actually good or not. Last um,
1: action hero. That was my. Yeah, episode. that was
0: Matt's. That um, the problem with that. Well, so we actually did record that all in a tiny room, and it was a, a nightmare to set up the audio it was production. A tech disaster. I
2: said in a yeah, one a tech episode disaster, and it was fucking eight bananas. episodes,
1: and every one of them had at least one audio channel fucked up. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh, and also, we realized that that show requires a lot of homework in that we all have to watch a terrible movie every week.
1: <laughs> well, Well, all the terrible for the terrible three movie. out of all four the... people. One... <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. Exactly. So, uh, anyway, um, we had, uh, yeah, Last Action Hero. I, mine was Doomsday. There was Alien Resurrection. There was, um, what else was there? I, Jeff's was going to do Waterworld. Of course. But we never got there. I will say um, that I
2: still remember watching Doomsday and how much I hated that movie.
0: I love Doomsday. It's so good. That, yeah. Um, maybe if... Uh, I mean, I I still have those files, I think, somewhere.
1: No, no. Don't even don't <laughs> do this. Danish, come on. If we if we were allowed to make money, we could be like, patrons can get it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. But no, uh, not for free. We're not putting that out for free. And we can't do if it we for free.
0: Okay. If we get 100 emails... To release it. What total, total over the lifespan it. of our
2: entire <laughs> podcast. Just 100, such a low bar. <laughs>
0: and it has to be yeah, different um, people. Yeah,
2: different people. Right, no bots. No, I I,
0: I don't think I will release those. They're, they're pretty embarrassing. Um, But anyway, that was fun, and we, we did it in the same room, and it was great. But yeah, ever since then, that's the only thing we did. Oh, right, the other podcast idea, uh, Matt's idea, which was great, it was called The Ride Home, and it was... Great name. As soon as we get out of a movie... We don't talk about it until we're in the car, hit record, and just record our impressions of the movie on the ride home. It's
1: the ride home. You just talk about the movie like we yeah. normally would. That's great because there was no homework, and yet we still yeah. couldn't do it. <laughs> we still couldn't do it.
0: <laughs> well, I think uh, we kind of just stopped seeing as many movies together. We, like, we'd go see movies all the time, and then I think just our you know life changes happened, and we weren't seeing that many movies yeah, and also time. it's
1: it's just hard to coordinate uh, uh, carpooling sometimes when yeah right exactly you know, if we're gonna go out and get dinner and somebody else isn't like shit like that is always complicated yeah honestly but, you uh, two that,
2: live so close together you could you could bring it back this summer we could uh,
0: okay well I don't get to I want to get to movie theaters post vaccination but real quick. Uh, the one episode we did it with, or the one movie we reviewed in the Ride Home podcast, was The Witch, from a couple of years ago. Like, oh yeah, uh, and that actually was an awesome recording, and that I would put out if I found it because Matt tells this awesome story about. It's not awesome. It's. I mean, it's it's really sad and bad and and harrowing and uh, disturbing. <laughs> you went from um, awesome
1: but, to all that
0: yeah well i mean it's awesome in that it's quite (laughs) vivid and disturbing it's it's awesome in
2: in the literal sense of of it's it inspires awe in how terrible these um, events
0: were yeah so that was it was a great story i was riveted the whole time so maybe i don't know maybe we'll find that
1: you just slide that in like after some credits or after credits or something at some point because our ride homes weren't long we were no no, they were like 20 minutes minutes. yeah yeah exactly
0: um Maybe maybe for a Halloween uh, special we'll there you go. put that in there. There we go. Um, yeah, but what do you guys think about? Are you guys excited to go back to movie theaters?
2: Fuck yes, I I can't wait. I it's, can't
1: decide how I feel. It's
2: it's going to be so good. In fact, uh, after I got my first vaccine, the morning after, I realized that if I'm fully vaccinated, I don't have to personally worry about going to a movie theater anymore. And I messaged Danish like right then. I was just like, I just realized I can go to movie theaters again. I'm so excited.
1: I'm just worried. Like, it's it's not. It's never been me that I was worried about. You know, like right. It's 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 spreading to other people, and it. Uh, so there there yeah. is that there is the added. You know, I if I can't get it, I obviously can't give it to somebody else. But I'm I'm still like, if eh, people are being stupid and going out to theaters, and like, am I? filling a space that you know i don't i think i'm getting maybe a little too abstract about it but it's also just because i've become so used to sitting at home and not seeing people that it's sort of conditioned me yeah to be we, a little we've been trained about
2: that we've been trained yeah. to fear socialization over the last year which isn't well, a bad thing because obviously spreading the disease is the bad thing but um
0: uh i i do think that there's some people who genuinely like are cool with like hey man if HBO is going to release all their theatrical movies at home, fucking awesome! I'm going to oh, stay I'm home down. and watch them. I'm down. Yeah,
1: yeah. I sunk so um, much so, into my home theater system that like I'm pretty cool if if that's how it went for the rest of the ever. Yeah. Well, so okay, I want to I want to tell you guys about this psychological thing that has happened to me over over COVID. And like I said, yeah. I put uh in insane amount of money, like insane for me amount of money into my home theater system because going into COVID. I was like wow there's a lot of great movies coming out that I'm not going to go to the theater to see and that like that like really genuinely bummed me out so I was like mm-hmm. my only option is to make a home theater setup that is, that rivals like going to the theater I guess um, so uh, quite a bit of money for me went into that speakers uh, I had a surround sound setup but I like upgraded my speakers I got a, I got the I got the GameStop TV that was a huge help for all that stuff so that wasn't really like my <laughs> GameStop TV. money um, but uh, Something that I notice happening is like I'm watching movies and I've spent this time all this time calibrating the speakers and calibrating the image and all that stuff. But while I'm watching movies, I'm becoming like hyper focused on the, the 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 sound effects of a movie or the soundtrack of a movie and the image of a movie and I'm constantly going did I set this up right? Is that Oh no. Is that character <laughs> a silhouette because he's supposed to be a silhouette or did I fuck no, up no. something you know. That sucks. So like that's where my mind is at all of this time. So I feel like I need to I need to watch a movie and then go to a theater and watch it again and be like, okay, yeah, that 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 is a bad sound effect. Because I'm like, I'm picking all these like weird things out that I never would have noticed before. And it's like, damn it. I I hope I I hope this is forever.
0: Is there is there a movie that you just love that you've seen like five times uh, from the past that you could put on and know from memory? Like, oh, no, I know that's not supposed to look like that
1: that's a good question but a, a problem with that question is i'm i'm kind of specifically talking about hdr movies which are ah, yes. new for me and they even kind of yeah, change yeah, yeah. the way the movie looks in a lot of cases um and so uh, you know my, my the only other time i've seen hdr movies is i think when you go to the theater and you see like dlp movies right. or you know whatever dumb buzzword they come up for their projection system um yeah. Yeah, I don't really have that one-to-one thing that I can do that would help set my mind at ease. The
0: last, the last thing I'll say is that uh, I was looking at like, okay, well, what's the what's the first movie that I'm going to go see? What's going to be the big return? And it's funny because the for the next month, there's nothing but horror movies coming out. They were all probably holdovers
2: oh, from there's, you know yeah. COVID there's area. One movie so like, I can think of.
0: So there's a uh, there's the Chris Rock Saw movie. There's co- the new Conjuring movie. There's uh, uh, Quiet Place Part 2. Uh, there's you know some other random horror movies I've never heard of. The first r- big summer one is Ghostbusters that comes out in June. Which and is also the next Black one after Widow. that is Fast 9.
2: I didn't see it for June. Black Widow is coming I out. Oh, I'm sorry. You know what? That's no, July, July 7th. No, no. I, I Yeah, that's my mistake.
0: Also Black Widow has been announced to go straight to video. But yeah, uh,
2: I, I see, I probably see that. In uh, Mr. Nobody um, or no, it's just nobody, isn't it? Yeah, Is, that already came out, but yeah. I want to see that one. Uh, like as long as it's still in theaters, that's, that's probably going to be the first one I see. Yeah. We'll see. No way. I started um, this
1: thing. Sonic 2. Sonic was the last movie I saw in theaters. I'm waiting till, like, two. I'm waiting yeah. till yeah. Sonic 2. Wait until Sonic Two to go great. back. I'm gonna make, I'm gonna do full circle on this one. <laughs> it, it,
0: it, that's that's great because you could pretend like it's one long movie, and then 2020 never happened. <laughs> <laughs> that's genius. <laughs> that it's is like, low key wa- genius. I,
1: I, I mentally, I walked into Sonic One, and I walked out of Sonic Two. Yeah, and everything. <laughs> there was this
0: really gone. weird, like avant garde, like flashback that happened in the middle of the Sonic <laughs> movie, where like it yeah. turned into live action, and there's all this deaths.
1: So
2: weird. Yeah. So is this weird. A, a real life blip. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, awesome. spe- speaking of going back uh, to, to normal life, one of the things that I've missed, and I, I know that, that on certain levels you guys have missed too, is going to the gym, being active just in general. Uh, it's been super hard over quarantine. Oh, um, see,
1: my problem is I don't miss that shit at all. No, I... And I love that I have an excuse <laughs> not to go. And so, now I'm a sack of shit.
2: <laughs> I mean, th- those two sides of the of the coin, but I, I loaded up Beat Saber on Friday, um, thinking like, I haven't played this in months and months. Like, I need to do something. Guys, I winded, like, completely winded myself after four songs. Like, I was <laughs> dead after four songs. I used to be able to go for an hour and a half, two hours. My stigmatism keeps me, like, kind of locked at two hours, but... um. I could, I could not do it, and I'm still sore. I'm s- like, legitimately, my arms are sore. Like I've been pumping iron. Like it's crazy how far I've fallen. Um, and I bring that up because, like, fallen. are you guys as excited as I am to like get back into that kind of routine once you're vaccinated?
0: Well, I, uh, well, two things. I use Supernatural. Me and Dan are on that Supernatural wagon, so we've been doing, which is like basically a workout version of beat saber uh i haven't done it in like i don't know three weeks so i'm a little behind because it's, it's so boring <laughs> it's actually not the new songs every every day and everything so it's cool
1: i just it just didn't do it for me but go uh, on
0: um so there's that and then i also did build a, a quote-unquote build a gym in my basement I, I bought a bench and weights and stuff so uh i've been doing that a little bit and then uh at, at work we are doing a 100 push-ups a day challenge through for the month of march which just ended and i never got to a full 100 uh but i was up to like you know 70 push-ups a day which is pretty yeah, like and I, that's
1: just like at any th- moment yeah, you throughout could do the day. a push-up yeah okay. right
0: so for, for i started out i would do like 10 every hour and a half or something like that and then later i was able to get down to like oh i could do like four chunk you know three chunks of 25 throughout the day and so that was kind of fun and it didn't really amount like in terms of like doing it collectively like didn't offer me anything because it's not like we were like ranking or like competing but somehow just knowing that like hey this is a thing that people are doing in the like just in the back of my head kind of was enough motivation for me like hey I should continue doing this and so now april we're doing like sit up month so like uh and if you want nice. to you can add it to it so you can keep doing 100 sit ups 100 push ups a day and then start adding 100 sit ups a day I don't know what I'm gonna do with that yet, but so that's yeah, that's kind of been my workout thing. But I am looking forward to getting out and running outdoors. That's gonna be fun.
1: Y- had yeah. you not,
2: I mean, you we ran early quarantine, but I, I mean, knee issues, ankle issues, kind of yeah. kept me uh, below a mile. Um, so that's just something you haven't even uh looked at in quarantine because you have your your gym you have supernatural well i
0: mean the first few days it's been nice out uh, i'm taking my five-year-old back out and teaching her how to ride a bike she's getting a lot better but still i have to run behind behind her beside her so i just remembered
2: it's... you guys are in chicago like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> weather's been so good down here i was just like well, well why weren't she running through january <laughs>
1: yeah that's my whole thing is i can cycle now again because it's Ooh, getting yeah. warm Yeah. Normally I have a gym to go to in the wintertime, but I didn't have that. So now it's like, oh boy, I got to get back out there and fix, fix this.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So I know that's that's great.
1: All right.
0: Let's move on to our pitch this week. Jeff, you have something for us.
2: Yes, I do. Um, and this, this one literally is close to home being in Texas. We're at the, at the kind of South end of tornado alley, uh, which is just a, a region that gets a lot of crazy storms. And we were having all this lightning and thunder the other day. And, uh, it was kind of conjuring images of research I've done into lightning documentaries. I've seen about lightning. It's super interesting. And I realized there's the potential here. For a really cool racing game. So to you two, I present Greased Lightning Atmospheric Racing Battle
1: Royale. Greased Lightning. Can you add Uh, like a sound cue on top of me? for? Oh,
2: that's good. Yeah.
0: I'm going to put a random sound effect that has nothing to do with anything. (laughs) And you're going to have to listen to the show to figure out what, find out what it is. It should be different. Every time someone says Greased
2: Lightning.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. Uh, so, okay. So what is Grease Lightning?
2: Yeah. So, um, I, I did a lot of research into the science and I'm going to try to skip over that because I feel like our music episode got a little bogged down in technicalities. Jesus
1: Um, Christ did it ever. (laughs)
2: So, um, basically this is a, it's a racing game where you are racing against, you know, 99 other people, um, and you're all playing lightning strikes coming from a cloud going down to the ground and what's cool about this um is uh, kind of like um aerial races like when you're in planes going through rings kind of thing where you have a lot of freedom of movement between checkpoints um i kind of want the same thing but you're you're oriented straight to the ground and the track you're on is actually a stream of ionized particles um which i don't want to get into the science too much if we don't want to get into it but basically this track is coalescing as you're racing down it. So you can see, you know, like three to five seconds ahead of you down the track, but it's all kind of being built as you're racing. And one of the cool things about lightning is that it branches and some of those branches are dead ends. Some of them go down to like all the way down to the ground. So part of it is, um, a little bit of like guesswork. That's where a little bit of the RNG, like instead of, you know, grabbing random weapons out of a crate on the battlefield, you're, you know, choosing paths in this lightning strike. So, Um, I want this mechanic where if you find yourself at a dead end or you think you're going down a dead end, you like hit triangle or something and it pops you back to the top of that branch so you can choose another path. And it does it instantly because lightning is fast. Um, So basically you're just going down this procedural track as fast as you can, racing against other people, trying to find the right path down to the ground um, and to be the first one to hit. So that's the basis of the game.
0: All right, right off the bat, I like the um, kind of mechanics of it and the, the branching stuff. I think there's something there. Uh, I think that we have to reskin the game. Yes, uh, that's I my th-
1: problem. Visually, <laughs> this is going to be so fucking boring to look at.
0: Well, but, and and, sa- and samey and, and like everyone's going to look like lightning bolts. Like That's what I mean. You're just going to be looking at yeah.
1: streaks of light and that's going to be the so, whole game forever. Um, I do have Here's, some ideas
2: for that, but, but yeah, I want to hear what you have.
0: All right, so my first thought was... You are in space, you are all crazy cool looking spaceships, and the the arcing and branching is basically um, like hyperspeed. Like you can only like hyperspeed jump using these predetermined like nodes where it branches like hyperspeed lanes or something like that. So that's, that's my first thought. What did you have for uh, kind of a, a skin?
2: Yeah. Um, so... What I was thinking is, is there's a lot of different kinds of lightning and they also produce like wildly different things. So you have regular like cloud to ground lightning, but you also have volcanic lightning. You have lightning that can happen over forest fires because of the difference in temperature creating shearing winds, which creates friction, which generates this electrical charge, etc. You have lightning that goes from the clouds straight up into the highest limits of our stratosphere, into the ionosphere. And it looks like fucking red jellyfish floating in the air like it's fucking nuts. You have lightning so that'd be that can like travel through space. <laughs> well, like <laughs> each of these would be like a different kind of track, but you also have um St. Elmo's fire or ball lightning which would be more of like a circuit track. Um I do think that you should be able to customize like your your vehicle and technically you're what, not playing what? as lightning, you're playing as the lead particle. So lightning, this is super technical, but basically there are these particles that act as leaders, which are actually the thing tracing the ionized particles from the cloud to the ground. And then the bolt happens like all at once at the end. But um, you haven't
0: solved the issue
2: of (laughs) it still looks like the same. That's the problem. And like, here's the
1: thing. (laughs) I, in, in my I head, don't it's think we so sh-
2: fucking cool because like it's it's this like strong depth of field. Like you're going from clouds to the sky. Maybe there's like a passing airplane. You're racing towards the ground as that's coming into focus, and the track is I actually this problem, cloud of ionized particles. So it's kind of amorphous.
0: I think what you're describing would be awesome as not a racing game, like as just you are lightning and you're doing cool shit. As soon as you put in 99 other bolts, that's chaos.
1: It's not only it's not only chaos it's also just kind of like nobody I don't think there's I don't think there's anything I I agree with Dan, like I think the visual I agree with both of you I think the visual is fucking rad I like that idea of like like you're you're sort of in this like slow-mo version of a lightning bolt right, right. Where it's where like in Doctor
2: Strange at the when you know towards yeah. the end when they're at the hospital it's so cool um but I, I think, think I, I don't think that lasts
1: point. though I I just don't think that lasts in the case of like like if you take like a Battle Royale where you're trying to play this, this game a million times and it's it's a different experience every time because you get different stuff. You have different people. Your, your gear loadout is different. Like all that stuff is why you play this more and like the competitiveness. Whereas I don't see this working as a Battle Royale game, but I do see it working as something for sure.
2: Um, let me say one thing that I missed and then we can kind of go back to the space thing. Cause I, I do think there's something cool about the hyperspace that kind of tickles the same itch. Um, this Battle Royale, you're not all on the same track. Each of you is on their own procedurally generated bolt track. So you're actually like, you know, you're oriented facing down to the ground and all above you to the right to the left underneath you are these other lightning strikes that are also trying to find their way down. So you're not all on the same track. I don't know if that changes anything for you guys.
0: Well, I mean, still I, I guess... my Yeah. Well, no, I, I guess it doesn't because it's still... I, I guess it... At that point then if you don't see the other lightning tracks uh, then it's not
1: a battle royale anymore because well, you see the other lightning bolts it.
2: around you but like you're in your own track is is what I'm saying Seriously we yeah.
1: we need we need ways to make it look different. We need essentially gear or some way to interact with other lightning bolts yeah. so that I can have some kind of strategy other than just who can drive the best line because cuz then you're just it's just a racing game with a weird skin on it. Sure, and I, I think we need more than that. Also, um, what
0: it, what it ends up, what it, especially the branching thing you're talking about, what it will end up being is the uh, multi-door level of fall guys, where it's like you choose which door it is, and it's either actually like, you that's go through or you that's don't.
2: great, and that's a shite mode. So, well, it's fun I for the first I like one. no, I,
0: I like it fine, but you're just, you're proposing a game that's
2: nothing but that. that's just <laughs> that. Yeah, no, I'm I'm seeing the issues now with with the words coming out of my mouth.
0: <laughs> but okay, so. Unless you have some other uh, thing to add, like let's let's try to investigate the uh, warp speed one. Yeah. maybe we can change it a little bit. The to only work.
2: The only other thing I had um, was uh, this idea of um, lightning bolts merging, and you essentially getting a speed boost by like drafting on another bolt before like branching off again. Um, but That's you could cool. totally do that, that with the hyperspace thing. Um, and the other thing is, is a fact that I think could be interesting, which is lightning produces x-rays, gamma rays, and even antimatter. Um, but like that, that would be maybe something for like on-track pickups, like Mario Kart style or something like that. But I, I think the hyperspace thing or or something along those lines might have more legs.
0: If you think about, um, like the fiction of hyperspace in a lot of movies, um, it's you need, like, hyperspace coordinates. Like, um, Lost in Space is the classic example. Like, um, if you don't know where you're going, you can end up anywhere, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, uh, the, the, the first chase scene in Rise of Skywalker where they're, like, force jumping and they're, like, going all over the place. So imagine that, where, like, you have these nodes in front of you. They're just abstract points. You don't know what's going to be there. And maybe, like, as you're racing, nodes get, like calculated and read out and so it's like a timer where it builds and once the timer's full on a specific node it tells you what that place is like whether it's a you're gonna jump in the middle of a planet which is probably rare or some other thing or a gas cloud that slows you down for whatever reason so it's like how good these nodes are are constantly being like evaluated and you can take a risk and say okay i'm just gonna this if i can cut this guy off i can travel to that node and then cut them off and travel to that node. But that one one of them is a mystery, and I, I'm taking a chance by using it. Or I can go the safe route where I know all these nodes are safe and stuff. So it's kind of like a preview of the branch to know whether it's a quote-unquote dead end or not, maybe.
2: So uh, mechanically, visually, are you like kind of all together? Like, Is each span between nodes essentially a length of track? And then when you hit a node, you're jumping to a different length of track? Is that kind of how you're seeing it?
0: Maybe. Yeah. Maybe there's 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 uh, stretches where it's just more standard racing
2: like you're racing through space like an asteroid belt and then you hit a node and you're like instantly teleported to like the next stretch, which might be like across the surface of a planet or it could be like in right, deep space right. through a nebula.
1: Well, this doesn't have to be like a track though either. If we're if we're trying to well, no, I'm saying
2: track, and and I really mean you know like like an aerial racing track where there are checkpoints you know along the span, but you have freedom of movement between those to fuck up or to be awesome.
1: Well, like so, imagine like uh, No Man's Sky. Like, what if what if that Mm -hmm. was your setting, and it's like everybody's racing towards. A specific spot it's like there's no there's no track to to somewhere yeah. and, and right, like right. if you're finding black holes or whatever that's that's where this sort of mechanic would start coming in although oh, aren't they doing great. exactly that in no man's sky a racing game i mean no, if, I if they... you
2: if you change no man's sky to be a race to the center where everyone was just like like you didn't have to worry about like your fuel and stuff and you were just jumping from system to system by hitting like a specific that's... point of space like I I think that is close to what Danish is talking about.
1: I think that's what they're doing is what I'm saying. (laughs) I I think they just released a new mode where you and a shitload of other players start off on a planet and you are like Uh, racing somewhere else. That's cool. Let me look into that while you you (laughs) let's
0: let's let's play that. Let's play that game. Um, No, I think, I think you're right that it would be cool if the whole thing was completely wide open, no quote unquote tracks, but there are like, if you think of like the you know um atlantic ocean there's like shipping lanes mm-hmm. there's like lanes that are the the most you know traveled and are like proven out to be safe yeah or like the but, gulf
2: stream and finding nemo exactly but uh there
0: are um ways to go faster and so you want to branch out and try different slingshots or whatever um whether it's a you know black holes or uh, warp points um yeah, that'd be cool. And as far as power-ups, you know, you could do anything with spaceships.
2: Yeah, you know? the this, this space is the limit.
1: So, okay, um, so I'm looking at the No Man's Sky Expeditions update. Uh, guys, we might want to play this because this sounds fucking cool. Uh, introducing a whole new game mode, Expeditions. Each of these events starts from a fixed point in the universe, bringing the whole community of travelers together to embark on a shared journey. Each expedition is structured around a series of milestones. Uh, complete these unique exploration goals in any order as you earn rewards meet up with fellow travelers and experiment with new new ways of playing so what it's saying is everybody's starting off on like planet one and then there's there's different planets or solar systems or whatever scattered around and on each one you have an objective to complete there and it's it's like a scavenger hunt it's an amazing race it's amazing amazing race Yeah, yeah amazing space race uh that sounds that, fun. that is a little
2: different than we're talking about things yeah no yeah. It, it is a little bit but, different, but that good. does sound cool man no man's sky has fucked like they had a mech update earlier this year or late last year like i i've already dumped 300 hours into that game so i'm hesitant to jump back in especially when elite dangerous is about to launch odyssey odyssey um but like shit man there's there's a lot of good game there
1: i want an amazing race around the fucking universe Hell yeah.
2: Um, I uh, was just thinking, though, like another analogy for this, if, if we did want to not get too close to No Man's Sky um, with the same branching pathways, the same all that stuff would be like if you were a like a white blood cell racing through someone's bloodstream, like trying to go from their heart to their foot to like deliver, deliver you, the good. You just
0: you just really want everyone to look the same. <laughs> <laughs>
2: No, I don't, but i hey <laughs> I understand that i'm I'm putting myself in a corner by with these awesome ideas
0: I mean, look, when I was a kid, one of the movies I watched the most, maybe because it was on t v all the time, was inner space, mm-hmm. so I love that thing, and I mean this is like. We could just pivot to a completely different game. We could just make an interspace game. Well, I mean, that'd be yeah, rad. that
2: or like Osmosis Jones where like everyone's like a crazy yeah. cartoon character version of a body cell. Like
1: I think that works and that's well, awesome. Then you get the customization the characters and then everybody gets a ship and they fly around and whoever's body you're inside of every once in a while. They get the fucking electric paddles and that's your electricity gameplay right there. <laughs> and he's. And he, this is the
0: body's just floating in space for some um, reason.
2: But, but that could be interesting, though. Like, and you can kind of do the same checkpoint system where, like, okay, everybody's starting at the heart or whatever, and then like, um, you know, you have like there's an infection in the foot or something. But like, maybe you have to go up to the brain to get a hormone, then race down to the foot. Like, I mean, you could kind of do right, similar so- stuff with the same branching uh, pathways. You know, hitting shortcuts or, or trying to do cool maneuvers. Did you guys ever play uh, Trauma Center back in the day on DS? Uh, I think they made a Wii version, too. I think I played something like that on the Wii. Yeah. Uh,
0: That was fun. That was really fun when it came out. And then, like, uh, it got really weird in anime at the end. Um, Yes, I remember the story going nuts (laughs) in those games. It was insane. Uh, So, okay, we got No Man's Sky meets Trauma Center. (laughs) That's pretty good
1: no, man, guy, he's from center. Uh, yeah, no man's sky means is lightning in this at all anymore no no
2: lightning no lightning oh, although oh shit you could have a mode interspace that's in the nervous system
0: well yeah in inner space they electrocute the nervous system to do like there's a part of inner space that turns into the movie upgrade where like he's like massaging <laughs> his eyeballs
1: so he can see further
0: and shit. that's insane <laughs>
1: So um, no, every, I think, every I think, battle royale has the where we drop in section. So why isn't that? I don't know. Why don't we just drop out of the sky into somebody's body and <laughs> whoever gets there first gets a little head start.
0: I guess you. I don't know. You'd all I, start I in know. a glass of water, like you just. Right, you start you're in all the microbes. Mouth. Yeah, you start. Yeah. That's that's stomach, interesting
2: because then in, depending on the um, like the mode or whatever, you could be a microbe that affects different. Part of the body a different system and like those are your different tracks um i like that idea of like starting because you know think is this about still a fall- racing game i mean i like the idea of a racing battle royale which essentially is just a race with a lot of people because there's only one first place in a race um yeah. and it doesn't matter if you win by an inch or a mile i mean i do winning.
0: like the race levels of fall guys more than any of the other levels. right
2: and and i'm partial to racing games anyway um what was the first battle royale of your lives um, I guess it was, uh,
0: hub G. I mean, you mean nope. like that? I played, I feel like this or, is a set exists. up for a
2: joke.
1: It's not a joke. It's when you were sperm. Oh, oh
0: it's no, exactly,
1: yeah. it is exactly that. I'm not it even is. making a joke. It is traveling yeah, yeah. Th- through a body to a point and trying to be the first one there.
2: Yeah. That's uh, I think that's completely
1: valid. Um, and, and without I that don't... battle
2: royale, we wouldn't be here.
1: That's why Battle Royales appeal to us on such a primal level.
2: <laughs> uh, yeah. But but sometimes two little guys make it there at the same
1: time. You get twins. Everyone, they, You know, there's a draw in Battle Royale sometimes, I think. Is there? I mean... Yeah, I think be. if you die at the same time. I don't know.
0: Uh, great point. Um, I don't know I what I, to do with a, it. I think a game of that would be pretty boring. It would be like... It'd be like I don't know a bunch of lightning
2: strikes. It would just be. <laughs> what if no no side. what if what if that what if that's your qualifying round and that determines your starting <laughs> placement?
0: All right, I uh, I want to get back to the space thing. Yeah, yeah. Is I think there, I think that's okay. something. So here's here's a, a stupid idea. Um, what if. Okay, there's two ways you could, because like the whole thing about interspace is that there's a meta layer of the human, you know, mm-hmm. osmosis. Like in both in both that and osmosis Jones, like Bill Murray or uh, Martin Short, they're like having their own problems, and then there's the th- problems inside, right? Mm-hmm. It, it would be crazy not to leverage that in some way, right? Um, I, I
2: think I think there's something cool you could do there, like as far as like opening up alternate routes, or um, like like imagine you had. Um, like little micro lasers or something on your little cell ships. And um, maybe there's a part of the race that gets really close to the skin. And if you were able to like trigger a nerve in the elbow, they would like raise their hand to their chest or something. And then you could cut through the skin and like do this huge jump into another part of the body. Or um, like maybe you could uh, like as you're traveling like through the neck or something, you could trigger... Um, something in their larynx that makes them cough. Oh wait! And like all of a sudden, there's this huge backdraft behind you, and you, it's like environmental hazards or something.
0: Okay, yeah, environmental hazards. Is exactly where I was going. Uh, I'm thinking about that game, uh, Motorstorm Apocalypse, which was really cool. It, it was like back in 2012 or something, and um, it was just a racing game, but like everything just blew up all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was in the middle of a like, a volcano exploding or like an earthquake. Like all the shit was happening. So it's basically <laughs> No Man's Sky meets Trauma Center meets Motorstorm Apocalypse. Um, you have a little picture-in-picture of your guy. Okay, he's <laughs> he's just a businessman walking to, walking to work with his little fedora and briefcase, like in the twenties, and uh, <laughs> all important. And, yeah, no, yes, I, I dig this. And then, like, as he's walking, uh, things are happening. It's like his worst day ever like he almost gets hit by a car and he like falls over and smashes his head and like gets up and then it's like a series of pratfalls. But it's kind of happening in slow motion because like your sense of, you know, time is different. Right. And so it's like, oh shit, he's falling over. He's about to fall over. We have like 10 seconds to do whatever before everything gets like inverted or... uh, You know what I mean? Like there's hazards that are happening to the human that then affect the whole internal race.
1: So is it like... So we need a, we need a reason for a, you want to be the first one to finish, but B, everybody has to keep this fucking idiot alive. Cause I, cause I like, I, in my mind, it's the, it's the GTA, like, like stumble and anim- yeah, yeah, physics yeah. animation where yeah. this dude just like, cannot fucking stay up for some reason. Maybe he's wasted. He's heading to work and like, it's different every time. Um, Maybe it's even okay. in slow motion because you kind of want that time to be like, there's a bus coming right at this dude. We got to work yeah, together yeah, yeah. to like right, shove right, him right. back oh, on the sidewalk. Yeah. I
2: wonder is if if maybe there's like two stages to this. One where it's basically a circuit race where you're traveling through the circulatory system and then like after the first lap, like the slow motion time has progressed and the event happens and so then the second phase is like racing to a specific part of the body or something. And then maybe the third phase is like trying to escape from whatever consequences might've happened because of this incident. So maybe there's like a three phase structure to each round.
0: What if the, what if the guy, if like the, the, the winner um, is in the lead and he wants to sabotage the body so that the bot, like, I don't know the logic that the narrative behind it, but like, if you are in first place, when the body dies, you win. You know what I mean? So <laughs> right, right. So if, if you're in the lead, you now have to kill the body somehow.
1: So whoever's in first can control this guy, kind of. I like I
0: think they're still limited. Oh, and you mean you, just totally?
1: Not not totally. Like like shove him around. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Try yeah. to push him. So like <laughs> it, let's let's say you let's say you, you you start in the foot and you have to travel up to the brain for whatever reason. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. So you're, you're walking and this guy's walking, <laughs> he's walking through like a, like a lumber mill or something. <laughs> and you're like, okay, yes. I'm out of the lake. I'm going to shove him into a blade and cut off everybody that's in the lake. and Hell yes. All yeah,
2: yeah. No. And that's the starting place thing oh where you basically God, pick a it. point on the extremities, like hands, feet, head, whatever. And like, that's where you're starting. And so depending on the event, depending on who's in first, all that stuff, that's good. Oh, and maybe, um, you know,
1: what would be actually cool is. If let's say you're because I would suck if somebody does that and like they just win because they magically, you know, by by some turn of events, everybody was stuck in at the knee or whatever. And this guy got way ahead. But maybe once they're chopped off, that is now an exit from the body. And they are now trying to find their way back into the body. That's like being outside the circle where your health is ticking down, but you still have mm-hmm. a chance to get back in. Right, so right. everybody's kind of heading towards the body and trying to find <laughs> new entrances. And now everybody's all spread out. And different like limbs getting cut off is knocking more people out of the body.
2: That's that's good. It's almost like um like you write a spurt of blood back from like the severed leg into the hip or something.
1: Or or maybe oh, yeah. you're
2: just like aerosol at that point and like you're floating
1: in the air and you're like skydiving back towards
2: the body for a second.
1: Because everything's in slow motion, still, I think yeah, yeah. I still think that's mm-hmm. that's important, so you can tell like what's going on, but yeah. not super slow motion, but slow enough that when this leg explodes off the guy, there's dr- <laughs> there's droplets of blood through the air that you can sort of like dive into, so that you can Be, like the run up between them.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's amazing. That's so good. Holy shit! This is uh, a there's, weird there's, game. <laughs> this is this is the craziest <laughs> game we've made in. all over a year and a half of doing this podcast um i I want lightning (laughs) well it's not really that it's it's totally that uh (laughs) that's still the title (laughs) i want to give a shout out to uh one more reference uh the parasites lost episode of futurama which was uh season two episode three something like that basically uh fry goes to a interstellar truck stop and eats a like a really gross sandwich from the gas station or whatever and guess gets parasites and it cuts to inside the body and the parasites are like basically making him a super like they're making him you know super strong and like massaging his brain so that he's like super smart and then um uh leela gets like starts to like because you know he's always like uh, likes Leela and she she starts getting attracted to him because he's this new Fry, <laughs> and he re- and and he re- this is like I'm just telling, telling you the whole episode because it's like one of the best episodes ever made, and so then Fry's like, oh, I think Leela's just in love with my parasites and not me, <laughs> so this is the this is the part that is the one of the most genius things ever. He asks the Doctor to create like basically an inner, inner space ship uh, to go inside his body, but Fry is one of the people that goes in using, like, a VR suit in a robot <laughs> nice. avatar. Oh my God. So it sets up this series of events where he is inside his own body, and he's trying to kill the parasites, and as he's killing them, he's getting dumber and dumber, <laughs> which makes his him control it worse and worse. It's this feedback loop. It's one of the most brilliant things. I would just go... Go watch that episode Parasites Lost. It's incredible.
2: is the fucking best. The other the other standout episode that I can never forget is the one where Fry drinks a hundred cups of coffee and stops time so he can save yes. everybody from the burning building. Like it's yes. so fucking stupid. Yeah, it was way before
0: like all the quicksilver scenes. Yeah, yeah. Is like they they did it first. Yeah, it was awesome.
1: We it can't just talk great. about Futurama. Can
0: we <laughs> um I think this is great. I think we're I think we're in a good spot. We got uh, okay. We so could,
1: so, just to recap. Yeah, yeah. You gotta, yeah, Everybody starts. Maybe the guy walks in. He steps on a nail. You, you. That's yeah. where everybody gets in. You get in Boom. that nail. Boom. That's Good. you're inside. You uh, are tetanus for, in this round. For, you're <laughs> a tetanus. First person to give them brain tetanus wins. Um, and then throughout <laughs> that, whoever's in the lead for some reason, I, that's the only thing that's a little weird. Whoever's in the leads kind of gets to shove the guy around. Maybe that's more. I, random. I think I that
2: know. that maybe there should just be like like literal. Nerve nodes Like throughout the track That you can shoot And like If you're right. familiar with With the body and Or the level You can like Cause specific things to happen So maybe he's crossing the street And if you hit a nerve in his knee, like his leg jerks and he trips, and that's enough for him oh, to get good. hit by the bus. So, like, it's not necessarily the person in lead; it's just like everyone's kind of affecting his body at once. But the
1: person in lead probably has more time to think about this exactly. They're in the lead. Um, so, so you remember in uh, Watchdogs how if you hover over a car and you hold down the hack button, you get like a, a quick menu of stuff that mm-hmm. you can do. Maybe that's yeah. how you how this works. Where if you hover over a nerve. And hold down like a bumper, you get the quit like, like kick or squat or like, you know, yeah, like yeah, dumb yeah. little things to make this guy do. <laughs> that's good. Uh, yeah. Maybe that's how that okay. works. Okay.
0: Uh, yeah. And then, and I love the idea of this guy's job. Like my example was not great with walking down the street. I love the idea of every human in this game is an extremely dangerous job. So it's like a saw. Mm-hmm. It's a sawmill. It's a radioactive plant. It's you know. It's like all this crazy. Oh stuff. shit! What if there's
2: um, laser if a laser factory? where A laser factory is funny. Um, what if there's like some guy like <laughs> if it
1: gets cauterized, you can't get out. Sorry, Jeff. No, that's good. That's oh, good. that's great.
2: Um, Working the guy's working on a high rise, he's a construction worker and he falls. And like as he's falling, it's like that um, inception, inception thing where like everything's like <laughs> constantly shifting, gravity's like moving all over the place as you're going oh through.
1: Oh god. So you have to protect the brain. So you're trying you're trying to like affect nerve endings with this, this weird hack menu to try to get the guy's hands out in front of his face. Right, right. You're trying oh to get him god. to curl up
2: into a ball and cover his head. <laughs> I don't know why I pantomime so, that. This is radio. So oh my god. It's it's like a Tory bash,
1: yeah, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, Tory bash. It's weird, and that's that's Real-time cool too because Tory like bash.
2: in some cases you might have you know sixty of the hundred players like working together to save a part of the body, where you have like the other forty who are ahead being like, no, let's fucking get rid of this part of the body, and so you have this like <laughs> weird cooperative competitive uh, kind of meta layer to everything during the race. That's that's super interesting.
0: I think it would be. I mean, with, I don't want to get into a whole other thing, but I think it would be fairly simple, especially since we're not making this uh, to just no, make a so mode, easy. just to make a mode where it's uh, you know fifty versus fifty deathmatch. You know, it's not. It's no longer race. No longer battle royale. It's just a team based deathmatch. But the battlefield is the body, and all the mechanics still work. Where like you can cut off limbs, you can cut people off, you know, that sort of thing. I think that's a. I think that would be a pretty legitimate fun mode to do as well. No. That's interesting.
1: The only that the is, only yeah, the last thing I want to add to this game is once the round ends, you get to watch the replay of the guy. Obviously. Yeah. And that yeah, was 100%. that was in
2: the original Grease
1: Lightning. Oh yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know definitely, why, definitely you're,
0: was. why are you sticking with that?
1: Also at the end of the he gets struck by lightning, just so Jeff, it's a little bit of Jeff's idea still there. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I think someone should make this.
2: Someone should make it. Someone should make it. Should make it. Don't call it Grease Lightning. Uh,
1: uh
0: Awesome. Well, uh, let's move on to some recos. Uh, you guys got anything good?
1: Uh, yeah, my reco. I can't remember if I recorded this in the past. I might've, but whatever, I'm running out of ideas. So I'm giving this one a second chance or the re reco. re reco, Maybe I just don't remember. Uh, the nowhere comedy club. Uh, me and Kelsey did this a little while ago. We watched Mike Burbig, Burbiglia do a comedy show via streaming. Um, it was it's obviously not the same as going to an actual comedy show i should mention that it's all it's all comedians doing comedy shows live mike Verbigli is a really good comedian you should check him out on uh netflix he's got a few specials um yeah and it's just it's just exactly i guess what it sounds like you there's there's a comedy club it exists nowhere except the internet and you buy tickets you get to watch a show you get to watch a live comedy show um i don't know it's just there's just something nice about i guess we're getting towards the end of covid so this isn't going to be as uh useful of a reco as it was maybe a couple months ago but just the feeling of you've got a planned live thing coming up and you can you can uh plan your day around it It feels like you're about to go do something special it's a nice nice way to kind of get that feeling back a little bit before before covid all finally ends for good forever and definitely not coming back definitely not (laughs) uh on
0: the on that note like we should mention that We, me, and you are going to at different days. Going to check out the Mike Berbiglia pizza party. The pizza party, which is an amazing idea. It's it's the same same sort of thing, a Zoom stand-up sort of show, Um, except this one specifically is hosted by Berbiglia, and it's uh, a special that's all about pizza. Nothing but pizza jokes.
1: Pizza jokes. (laughs) So so the idea
0: is that so the idea is you order a pizza, you sit at home. You, yeah, you, you eat the pizza and you watch uh, a show about pizza, jokes about pizza, with other people who are also eating pizza. It's
2: great. So, it's a solid what premise.
0: Could be, what could be better?
2: Yeah. It's great. Uh, um, so other Mike Birbiglia stuff I want to throw out here while we're talking about him is uh, the film Don't Think Twice. It's about improv. Uh, it's got Mike Birbiglia, Gillian Jacobs, Keegan-Michael Key, a whole bunch of other really funny people, and it's all about uh, improv. So if you, if you have never heard about long-form improv because you're not from chicago then uh this is something cool to check out
0: it's good yeah i saw it Saw it the theater actually uh yeah uh cool uh jeff what else you got uh
2: yeah so this is kind of in the same vein of like quarantine's winding down as long as you're getting vaccine that is um so people are traveling and and we've been booking some tickets and i just want to say here this is this is advice this isn't something to do uh fuck Priceline. um
1: jeff's advice is to go fuck Priceline.
2: Yeah, so so there's a there's an anecdote with this and I can share this later if if we really want to, but basically booking agencies like this and Priceline in particular are super scammy. They overcharge you for tickets, they overcharge you for seats. Um their insurance is shite. If you want to get a refund, most of the time you only get credit and sometimes it's only partial credit. Book through the airline. It's cheaper, it's faster and uh they're way better about refunds and rescheduling. So don't go through Priceline specifically, but I would just avoid booking agencies because they super suck. Uh and I got I've had uh good experiences with uh
0: what's it called? Don't um, say Ticketmaster. Don't say Ticketmaster. Don't
1: ticket
2: say <laughs> Expedia. <laughs> it's Expedia.
0: <laughs> I I I've been uh yeah, every trip I've ever
2: done is through Expedia and it's cool. Um Mini Recco, on a more positive note, is the amazing Great Pottery Throwdown, the uh, pottery version of Great British British Bake Off on HBO Max. Just had season four drop, and it's super delightful. Pottery Throwdown is an awesome
1: name. It's <laughs> such a good name. I was thinking the same thing. It's genius.
2: It's super yeah. good. I reccoed them before, but season four dropped this week, so definitely something to check out.
1: Cool. Making pottery uh, my- things is known as throwing pottery, in case you didn't know that. Well, it's also, you throw the yeah. clay down throwing clay. on the turntable. Yeah, throwing You're throwing clay, yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, MyReco is a YouTube channel called Two Minute Papers, which is really awesome. It's basically this guy, this um, Russian, I don't know, mathematician or whatever, uh, scientist, and he uh, summarizes uh, techno- technological sort of papers written about AI and it's really great because like a lot of them are sort of the the things we've all seen in terms of like deep fake type stuff like how an ai recreates a human face or the style transfer stuff that we've all seen but some of them are stuff i've never seen before and it's awesome um all of them to deal with ai so a couple examples uh i I recently saw one that nvidia is working on a new type of uh, video conferencing
2: that's the one i was thinking of it's so cool
0: Yeah, so basically, what the way deepfakes work is like, um, or sorry, the the way style transfer works is it has like a couple keyframe images. Like, they would use this to make concept art look like it's coming alive because they would have this still piece of art and then a video that's driving that art. And they would animate it. And couple sometimes you'd use a couple keyframes or whatever. So NVIDIA is doing this with video chat in where it takes a picture of your face or two or three pictures or something. And then it sends that across to the other people. It doesn't send any video. It just sends the data to morph that picture that it's already sent. So the upshot is, uh, they have side by side and it's like very, very close. And like, it looks pretty real. There's some sort of artifacts here and there, depending on what you do. But like, yeah, you can have high res, super clear, uh, video calls uh, under extremely shitty bandwidth. So it's, it's very, very interesting. So that's one example. Another example is like, um, what if AI designed our tax system? It's like this idea of uh, the way all of this machine learning stuff works is like, it's just brute force. It's just thousands and thousands, millions of iterations of like, how about this? Nope. How about that? No. Nope. And then like, it learns over the course of all those trials and comes up with the answer. And so uh, they, they applied it to like, social programs and like, you know, policies, policymaking, which I thought was interesting. So there's a lot of really cool stuff like this. It's a, and each one, as it, as the name suggests, is pretty short. Uh, so it's called two minute papers. Um, oh, one last one I'll talk about, which I actually tried is a 3d video VR. Okay. So if uh, the way, and if you anyone's played, like tried a VR video, what it always is, is just a guy with the camera, It's recording it either in 360 view or 3D or whatever. And if you keep your head perfectly still and you don't really like look around very much with your head, it looks cool. But as soon as you like even turn your head, there's actually parallax happening in your eyes when you turn your head and let alone like bobbing like left and right or even actually leaning forward and back. It completely breaks the illusion of video VR. This new technique actually lets you do that with video. It's crazy. How is this possible? Yeah, because so I, I know what
1: exactly it, what you mean. I've watched some of these three D videos, and I'm always like, "It sucks." As soon as I try to, like, yeah. the, the the limitations of it are immediately obvious. And so it's yes. it's like how how could that be?
0: So it's it's really really cool. It's like, it, you can watch the Too Many papers thing on this, and then you can actually download a very like a standalone um, Unity program. It's like eight gigs, and you can try this today, like right away. It's super easy to try. So what they do is they create. Um, a series—it's basically like light field uh, technology, where like they take slices of video and they render them on a series of con- concentric spheres. Mm-hmm. So it's a bunch of different layers. Now, if they just stopped there and you t- tilted your head, it would look like a diorama where you could see the gaps between the layers of video. So then, what they do is that they uh, use like dis- uh, displacement maps and offset the mesh of the sphere. To bridge the gaps between the slices so it actually rounds things off that's cool yeah and it's pretty seamless um if you like if you're in this thing and i I urge everyone to try it uh if you're in that half sphere looking around it's great if you lean back and look up you can see the stacks of onion layers it's really cool but if you're in that volume you cannot see the gaps like it looks completely flawless now, the only downside to this that is it's still the resolution isn't still quite there. You know, like VR video, because it it's like a certain 1080 whatever thing, it has to use that to wrap all around you. So like the resolution is still like VR video style resolution, so that still kind of like sucks. But other than that, it's awesome. I, I would definitely highly recommend this. Um, I would search it's just search for Lightfield Video VR. I'll put a link in the show notes because I don't remember exactly what it's called. But uh, but yeah, so that's a that's a super specific one that you can try. But the general one is uh, the YouTube channel Two Minute Papers.
1: I wanted to give one more record for the for this yeah. web for uh, this YouTube channel. They have a video called uh, Open AI Plays Hide and Seek. I remember watching this a long time ago, where they just oh, yeah. get they just get like a little hide and seek game with really kind of basic parameters, and the way the AI figures out how to break the rules of this game over time is just it's really it, it's it's sort of. Creepy, but it's mostly really funny to watch it happen. Um, yeah, yeah. OpenAI, it's good. Titans. That's a good one. There, yeah. There's
2: so much cool stuff. Some of it is like super, super niche. Uh, I, I think one of the big videos we all got excited about was a near perfect virtual hands for virtual reality. It was a very cool video, very cool technique for mapping your hand motions in VR. Yeah. Um, but I mean. They cover so many different topics, you know, saying it's AI is almost misleading because we use AI for so many different things now. And and the breadth of topics is just crazy big. There's another one that's really cool um, about pixels made out of wood and how this AI will analyze an image of a bunch of wood you have, and it will analyze a photograph and it'll figure out the optimum placement for each little block of wood to go to perfectly recreate this photo. It's, it's, there's so much cool stuff here
1: weird
0: yeah it's good stuff uh, two minute papers alright cool well that will do it for this week's episode of someone should make this thanks for listening you can always tweet at us at, at @MakeThisPodcast, and it would help us out if you gave us a rating on iTunes
1: if you have any comments a game idea of your own or think one of our ideas already exists email us at someone should make this podcast at gmail.com
2: thank you to mariachi entertainment system for letting us use their music for our theme song you can hear more of their music at mariachi until next week. We've done
0: the
1: hard part. Now someone should
2: Someone should make should it. Make it.
1: I'm not even doing it this time. <laughs> I've tricked too many times.